Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Uh, Global News is reporting Ukrainian authorities said today that Russia's military bombed an art school sheltering some 400 people in the embattled port city of Mariupol, where Ukraine's president said an unrelenting Russian siege would be remembered for centuries to come. Indeed, it will. We uh, have Dmitry Gurin with us now. He is a member of the Ukrainian parliament for Mariupol. Mr. Gurin, a terrible story. What can you tell us? Uh, Can you give us any more details about what went on there, that attack on that building with 400 people inside? Uh, hello, thank, thanks for your interest. And, uh, uh, you know, we have uh, to understand all of us that it's not the story about maternity hospital or art school or drama theater. No, the city is totally destroyed. I talked today with the mayor's office and uh, uh, it's really frightening what they said. Uh, like, there is no city anymore. It was half a million people and uh, everything is totally destroyed all my neighborhood cannot be restored at all it was a big district like 100 people uh you know this classic soviet nine-story buildings and it cannot be rebuilt the whole city have to be built from scratch uh and uh, this uh this you know uh, very uh interesting and uh uh and i don't know interesting for media stories about drama theater maturity hospital mm-hmm. uh no all the hospitals are destroyed almost all the schools are destroyed my school is destroyed university my whole neighborhood all the uh my another art school where i uh where i started is also destroyed and even pool is destroyed everything so we now we don't have city anymore we only have uh, 300,000 people there without heating, electricity, gas, mobile network, uh, without uh, uh, water and out of food. And uh, they are all uh, under rubble of the city, you know, and uh, part of them live in basements and part of them, they are just uh, in their flats waiting for a tank to shoot their building. And uh, uh, it's, uh, it's not the, the war. It's uh, mass murdering. Yeah, the suffering from what we understand that's taking place in your city and across Ukraine, but the focus in many reports has been on Mariupol. The suffering just is immense. And then we've heard that, uh, that when it's been attempted to move women and children out of the city and get them away from the immediate fighting, that they become targets of the Russians. Uh, yes, from the first day when they uh, said they will open the humanitarian corridor, uh, the women and children are, and all other people in Mariupol are targets. You know, they have an order to kill civilians. Uh, at first, we couldn't believe it, like in two weeks ago, at first days, but now we clearly see it. They have order. They kill, they kill everybody uh, who is trying to escape city by their own. Every civilian car. And there is, it's not the Putin who pressed a button uh, for dropping the bomb on the drama theater. You know, that drama theater story is really interesting uh, because it's uh, the alone standing building in the, in the middle of park uh, and uh, no, uh, and all other buildings around it like, are like 100 meters away. 
and uh, near the drama theater building that was written children in very big letters on the ground, especially for a pilot of airplane, for not dropping bomb on this uh, on this uh, drama theater. And they did it. And, you know, they uh, in my neighborhood where I grew up and lived for 15 years, they there, there is no any military infrastructure and never were, never. And the bomb and artillery doesn't stop at all, and they destroyed it to the ground. And it's, it's not like the story about drama theater, and it's not, wow, they're killing women and children. No, they're killing everybody. It's mass murdering. The first week of the war, it was conventional war. And, but in a week, everybody has seen, and Russia also, and all the world, have seen that they cannot beat, beat us on a battlefield. So they changed their tactics. And now they're doing the same that they did in Syria, the, the same things they did in Chechnya. Yeah. They're just destroying. So they did that in Chechnya between uh, 1999 and 2009, and they did it in Syria in 2015. In Syria, they also used chemical weapons, which is Putin's... Uh, methodology let me I, I hesitate to ask this question but I have to are people starving every I mean I know people are starving but are people dying of starvation in Mariupol every day uh, we don't know if they are dying from starvation because they're just uh, a lot of people dying every day there and uh, you know the numbers that are in the in the media about two thousand 500 people uh, dead in Mariupol, you know, it's only people uh, whose bodies were collected on streets. Mm -hmm. And we don't know at all how many people, uh, dead people are now in the apartments. And uh, by our estimate, it's from 20 to 30,000 people. And uh, we understand that in several days, people will die from dehydration and from hunger, because this city doesn't have water also. Mariupol is uh, in uh, in the pretty arid climate and uh, there is no wells in the city and it's under hard siege and people cannot go, you know, uh, they have, uh, there is a small river in Mariupol, but people cannot get there because the street fights is everywhere and it's, uh, you know, it's not the street fights we can imagine, it's street fights with using of tanks. You know, as you're talking and describing we talked to you two weeks ago as well. But as you're describing, and as you did two weeks ago, you're describing your city where you grew up, where your parents, I think, still are. Uh, when you describe your city as it is today, rubble, destroyed, uh, with intent by someone who is totally malevolent, doesn't give a damn about human life. When you describe that, I keep thinking two months ago, that was a city that was vibrant and active and People have, were concerned because the Russians were on the border. But it was, at the same time, it was a city that was functioning, that was how you knew it, where you grew up. And today you're describing total, totally destroyed civilization in, 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 in Mariupol. I don't know what to say to you, Mr. Gurin, except it makes me heartsick. I can tell you this. We just found out, and I, this isn't going to make a big difference, but it may just tell you how people feel in North America. We just found out that polling shows, both in Canada and the United States, that a plurality of people in both countries do not agree with the politicians who decided on a no-fly zone 
a plurality of people in the United States and a plurality of people in Canada are saying the politicians were wrong. They should have established a no-fly zone. That's good news, and I understand your people, because uh, four days ago, uh, Ukrainian sociologists uh, made a poll in uh, Russia, uh, like a phone, phone calls poll, and uh, uh, now we know that uh, 86% of uh, Russians who answered the question are okay and uh, support war in Ukraine. And now we know that 75% of Russians are uh, are okay and support possible war with Poland. And 40, uh, 45%, I'm sorry, the war with Baltic states. So we understand now that uh, the World War III has already begun. And uh, I think that people understand it's uh, better than politics. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.